Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. What's going on, fam? Wanted to make a quick note before you hop into this conversation with Brennan. Unfortunately, we had a number of like audio and video breakdowns. And as a result, we had to make a couple more edits than we normally would, which is totally fine. The conversation still came out great. And Brennan really dives deep into his story of getting into music and then later getting into Evanoff, which is the it's like beautiful experimental EDM Bay slash funk group that they created now share incredible music, which you have got to check them out. And then now, of course, where they're heading and what they're creating as a result of COVID and what they see as possible moving forward. So definitely check it out and uh, let us know what you think. So much love for you guys, and we will see you on the other side. Peace. <laughs> what is going on welcome to the podcast brother how's it going hey man doing well today doing well Getting actually up. real quick I, I i have a question i i'm confused a little bit is your name brennan or daniel this is a secret that i guess i'll unleash today my I, my name is brennan i go by brennan that's my middle name though uh my okay. state name is is daniel so that's pretty cool. That's that's my dad's name and his dad too. So I, that's kind of cool to share that. But they called me okay. Brennan. I call myself Brennan to keep us all all separate. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. So it was funny. I was about to say Brennan, and then right as I went to look at you and say Brennan, I saw Daniel. I was like, wait a second, hold up. I don't want to get this wrong. So this is a perfect way to start this because I was under the assumption of Brennan. So okay, got it, Brennan. Yeah, Brennan, it's good to have you, brother. Yeah, man, great to be here. Hell yeah. What's your intention for this journey we're about to ride on? My intention? Um, I personally, I guess just the chance to be honest, you know, get asked some questions and try to, and try to be honest and share what, what little I know. Um, and then also, I don't know, man, I I hope something good comes out of this for somebody else just by kind of like hearing about that stuff. I can really only talk about my experience, which it you know it's a shame it's only one um but uh, yeah hope, hopefully somebody can get something good out of it someone's gonna get something out of it yeah and the piggy's back piggybacks perfectly my my intention is gonna be play so i have a feeling somewhere in our play and sharing something that people are gonna they're gonna get something and worst case scenario worst case scenario i always find that in these conversations i always hear something for myself because it's it's great to be able to talk to another human being and, and hear through their life experiences and what they've been through. You can always reflect back to yourself and be like, Oh yeah, like I got that too. Yeah. And there's yeah. just like this humanness about it. For sure. Fuck. Yeah. So real quick backstory, how we ended up here. So, uh, what was it? Probably about half a year ago ish. Yep. So it had to have been somewhere around June, I think June of 2019, yeah, I flew into Colorado for the first time, and this was in the Denver area. Me and my then partner at the time were kind of moseying our way around downtown Denver, checking out the scenes. Actually, that was the first time. Yeah, it was the first time I went to Colorado, but it was the first time I was like inside of a city 
like that and you could just go to like a dispensary and just like pick up weed like right off right off the streets right there so i thought that was really funny yeah but uh the reason why we were actually going to denver was because we were going to see trevor hall and nako at red rocks nice that's so great sorry we were just talking about them yesterday that's that's really funny that you bring them back up like because yeah that's great though yeah and what and, and how was the show Wait, so did you guys, are you talking about that show specifically or just, we collect, just, just happened to be about, about those two artists yesterday? We were, you were just like, uh, we were out here talking about like, uh, well, we set up all our gear on the front porch yesterday um, and we were just kind of doing some songwriting. Um, we were trying to trade off weeks. So like one week we'll go heavy on the, the business and the management stuff and put on that cap. And then next week we, we just have fun and write music. Um, so we were out here doing that and just talking about how great songwriters they are and like the message that they send out and just how cool like those two are and then of course like 24 hours later now we're having a conversation about them again it feels yeah feels pretty cool synchronicities all around yeah. no it's it's full-blown synchronicity so you actually did you drive us there did you yeah, actually drive us to the red rocks yeah yep, yep. Yeah, you were actually with you guys yeah yeah you took us all the way to top you're like yeah just go right up there so we ended up going there it was a fantastic show Obviously, uh, at some point, I, I gotten your information because you had mentioned like, oh, yeah, like I, I, I make music, like I do keyboard and things like that. I was like, hell yes, like, let me get your profile. So I got your, got your profile. And obviously, however long, six, seven, eight months passed, however long it's been, uh, about a couple weeks ago, I'm midst a workout, getting my ass kicked. Mm -hmm. And this song comes on, and I'm in the middle of my reps. I'm just like, man this shit is good like this shit is so fucking good what is this and i looked at it and the artist it said the the song's name was golden hour i was like oh that's a sick name and i was like who's this by i said evanoff and i was just like evanoff it's like man that sounds so familiar but i cannot put my finger on it so i'm like racking my brain like i know a couple of artists i know a couple people who make music but the people that i know personally like i know what their 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 names are in terms of the what would you call that? Artist name? Probably your artist name. Yeah, they can call it the artist name or moniker or alias or I don't know. There's like too, moniker. There's too many names for, for that word. The alias. The, the avatar. The avatar. Different names. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I, I'm looking up the, the avatar, Evanoff, and I just had this like intuitive hit. I was just like, wait a second. I remember Brennan, Brennan, Brennan plays keys or whatever. So I go on Instagram and I look up Brennan plays keys and right there, like in the second or third line down or something like that, it says, uh, you're a part of Evanoff. I'm like, no way. Hell, that's crazy. Like it was, <laughs> it, that was the craziest intuitive hit. I sent you a video on Instagram. I was like, bro, I was just listening to your music. Craziest thing. And then I was like, yo, we have to get on a podcast. Like this just feels like fate. And here we are. That's awesome, man. That's, that's really cool to hear that. And that's what the music is for, man. Like, I mean, whether it's working out or whatever, it's like getting that energy, you know what I mean? Or allowing yourself to get that energy and hopefully like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's like the coolest thing about music and I'm really glad that it uh, it worked for you. You know, that's that's what we're trying to do. Honestly, man, I, my, I just got like chills in my body and I felt it in my heart just thinking about like how what you guys have essentially produced, which I want to acknowledge you for, because I can't imagine just the amount of time, effort, and energy that it takes just to even get to producing a single song, meaning every single life experience you've had to have and go through, your learning of the instruments, your learning of how to mix it, and then getting together in a group, and then taking all that and coercing into this one single song that maybe is two, three, maybe three and a half minutes long. You put all this energy to it, and then someone like myself hears it, and it's like, 
my entire life is different now be, from simple fact that we're sitting here having this conversation. Like, I think that's just the most moving thing. And as yeah. I was like hearing you say, I was like, man, like if I could have that type of impact with like such a short period of time, like that would be really beautiful because there is something to be said about how it leaves people. And I just, I appreciate you, man. Like putting, putting love out into the world like that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. That, I mean, no, that's, that's, I don't know. I felt it first, you know I mean? Like I, I went to a lot of concerts and had that feeling like have both your hands up and you're just feeling the air against your skin and feeling like that emotion that's passing through the air and passing through everybody else. And then it hits you and you just, you're there and you're alive and <clears throat> dude, the opportunity to ha- help anybody else just have that moment is so cool. So cool. Fuck and yeah. I'm doing it through my, my favorite thing to do in the world, just play and play music. Yeah. So yeah, we're that, that honestly now I've got all I've got the goosebumps my I can't I the don't goosies know, I don't think you can see them but oh man that that's really that really yeah touched me thanks man. hell yeah so where did all this begin for you so you said you went to concerts you've you've obviously had your own journey with it where did this start for you when you're like oh yeah this is this is a thing oh man probably like Barney um you know like i said <laughs> like when i was like two years old i would watch uh like barney kid shows i have my family who lived in tennessee sorry i'm gonna move away from this one now family lived in tennessee they were really involved in the church you know would go to church like sunday morning evening and wednesday nights um so i was always surrounded by that type of music and like people singing together um and then i don't know i would like hop up on tables and sing the abcs or like you know, sing nursery rhymes at restaurants inappropriately. And I was, and I think my parents saw that and they, they never shied away from me pursuing music, which I'm really lucky. I mean, of course, like as I get older now, I think now it's a little bit different, but when I was growing up, they never discouraged me from banging on drums or playing the piano or singing too loud or whatever. So I was, I was really lucky to just be able to, uh, adventure around and 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 figure out what what music was in different places i moved a lot as a kid mm-hmm. um so my stepdad was a cowboy so i get to learn about like a lot of cool like western music from him um not like not just like western classical he liked western classical but like you know western cowboy tunes um my mom was very young so she liked pop music mm-hmm. um and yeah, man. And then once, once I, I started finding the music that I really liked at first, it was like metal and hip hop and like aggressive stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. Then like nice. the dubstep thing happened. I saw, I think that the first confluence or the, the first concert that really influenced me though, was at um, the Mishawaka Amphitheater. And I got to see, it was Iota, which is still to this day, one of my favorite acts. It's like a duo and they improvise every show. Um, it's like electronic improv, super killer, very fun. Just like, it's, it's just fun to watch, um, regardless of what it sounds like. Just watching these guys work together like this is just amazing. Um, and then sometimes it sounds super sick. Anyways, saw them. <laughs> Big B was opening for him. Big Gigantic, who is now a really big act. Um, and then this other guy, Vibe Squad, who's, who's great. Anyways, it was my first time seeing electronic music and live instruments being used at the same time. I always thought it was just like, you know, house, there was house producers and then like dubstep was like the new thing. And that was basically like the two flavors and, you know, some drum and bass and stuff. But those were like the main kinds of electronic music performances that I got to see was just DJs. And then once I saw bands doing it, oh man, lit up my, lit up my world. I was like, how can I get involved in this? And through, 
I don't know, a lot, a lot of just like playing piano, fell in love with that. I uh, went to school for jazz, met these guys at school, and I'm really, really lucky to have gotten the chance to, to join them for sure. Sorry, I just kind of jumped through the whole thing, but um, but yeah, that's, I, I guess music's just always been such a part of my life. It's, it's always been the thing, like moving a lot, like I mentioned, it was always the thing I could take with me was like, you know, my CDs or later my iPod or the instruments that I had. So that was like the one constant throughout moving twice, three times a year. Like I went to freaking wait, wait, <laughs> almost more schools than like years of school, you know, just kind of, yeah, you move a lot. And then always having the music there, just it kind of became the thing that I was the most attached to. Damn. So you met, so Evan office three people, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You met them while you were studying jazz. Um, well, yeah, sorry. I'll tell the story just cause it's fun. Uh, actually the, like the year I graduated high school, uh, a couple of buddies and I, we'd gone to music festivals before. So we were like, we're going to, we're going to do that instead of going to graduation. So I went to Walker Reason music festival and that was like 2011 showing my age. And, um, <laughs> then I met this guy, he was wearing like the super cool, Grateful Dead, tie-dye, and he was beatboxing, and we hit it off right away when we were beatboxing together. Had a great time, hung out a little bit, you know, like a festival does. Then you go and meet other people and have more yep, fun yep. with them. And then the first day of college, I move into these dorms, and I'm from, like, at, you know, a bunch of small ranching towns. This is my first time living in a city, and I was just like, dang, I really don't know too many people down here. I walk through, through, the, through the dorms and into the back section where there, people are smoking and stuff like that. And there's this guy. We're both wearing the same freaking shirts that we were wearing nice. the first day that we met. Instantly reconnected. We were living together by the end of like that freshman year. And then honestly, I've lived with the guy ever ever since. Yeah, I was like 18. So Jake, the drummer, is like he's my he's my boy. He's my brother. JJ, uh, the guitar player, he was doing like the solo DJ guitar player thing. Uh, he's a great songwriter. So he would write songs and then do the solo thing with his guitar and was crushing it. Had, always had a really cool light show. Um, and then he had a bass player and I think, I think what happened was Jake doing, so Jake, our drummer also was a DJ, him and JJ were playing the same show. Um, and I remembered watching this, like this band, it was then their bass player and JJ and I was like, man, if they had a drummer, it would be so sick. Later I ended up getting in a class with JJ here at UCD. So he showed me some of his music, listened to it the whole way home on the light rail. It was just so stoked. I was like, dude, this little, like, and he's younger than me. I was like, this young dude is like soundtrack, you know what I mean? He's, he's, which is a, you know, band that really has influenced me a lot. So I was like, this guy's great. I showed it to Jake. I think a couple of weeks later, Jake was in the band. Um, so then I was even more of a fan because like one of my best friends is playing in this band. So I'd go out and see all their shows. I was always just stoked, you know? And then finally the chance came around. I think they, they'd gone through a couple different bass players and they had asked me what, what I was going to, you know, what I was wanted to do. I had just finished college and I had some, like sales job doing tech stuff. It wasn't anything like that great. It was like just the first thing I could do. So they brought this yeah. up. Do you want to go on tour? And I was like, Oh yeah, this is no, <laughs> I mean, I thought about it for a little bit, but it, it really, it happened quickly. And then once I joined the band and started doing synth bass instead of like electric bass guitar, I think that mm-hmm. opened up the music to be able to just explore more sounds that are popular in electronic music. Like the bass, the bass textures and timbres are like, a big driving part of electronic music. So now that whole thing was open and yeah, it's like a little, it's like the Cinderella story. You know, I saw this band a bunch. I thought they were really great. I would literally take notes at their shows 
and then I got to join them a little while later. So it was, it was it's really cool. Dude, that's sick. And so there's you, Jake, and then JJ? JJ and JJ Ebenoff. The band is his last name because it was um, JJ Ebenoff Experience. And then like, then it just, you know, got truncated to, to Ebenoff over time. Okay, sick. Okay, cool. So now do you, do you guys all live together? We do as of January of last year. Yeah, so JJ moved in this house. I, when I joined the band, I was like just moving out of my apartment because I don't know if you've heard this, but like there's not a lot of money in music uh, when you're getting started. <laughs> so Jake, I've definitely but, heard this one before. <laughs> there's, Jake, there's uh, a million for everyone that make it. Yeah, man, and it takes way more work, man. It, like I thought at first, I just thought if you love the music, like if you really love the music and if you took care of the music, the music will take care of you. And like in a, in a big sense, that's true. And I, I still think that's the most true, but there's so much more than music too, that goes into like being a band that can, uh, at least just like pay for some of the bills, you know, like part of rent, like make it. So it's, it's <laughs> so when you come home after like three weeks, you're like, Oh my God, you're not just like totally distraught because every, you can't pay for anything. So it takes so much more than just loving music. And I think that's one thing that this band has helped me see that in order, if we want to make this like sustainable, where we can really just give ourselves the art day in and day out. And we don't have to, I don't know. I don't want to say like be bothered or like worried about. I lost you. I don't know if it cut out the audio. Try muting and unmuting. Oh, there we go. Boom. Hello? Check. Yep. Got you. Oh, no. Please hold while the next subscriber you are trying to reach is located. You see, sometimes, occasionally, we disconnect. And when we disconnect, we improv. So... What would we like to improv today? Well, first and foremost, I th would say that this, at this point, would be the first time that I've had an artist on this show, and he's coming back, so we'll dive right back into it, and probably not going to edit this portion out. I'm just going to accept that this is what it looks like, but this is the art of being an artist, right? Sometimes you're in the middle of drawing a beautiful line and, and adding coloration and pigmentation and and then your paintbrush slips and you continue going anyways. What's up, brother? I'm back. Sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. It said uh, Zoom and had a problem. I had to relaunch it and, and we're here again. It's all good. You allowed me to practice my improv. Okay, cool. <laughs> it was, it's funny. I haven't decided yet. So I think I've only had something like that happen one other time during a podcast. And each time it's happened now, I've just played it off like and cool you know please hold like we're gonna go into like our like a silly little off riff and i like kind of play with things until the person gets back i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna delete that or not or just like let it be a part of the experience so i i just act like it's a part of the show at this point so it works out i, I think i think you can keep this stuff i i don't know and maybe i, I i'm just like i'm just like... i'm losing you again It might be a connection thing. It could be a connection thing. And you know what? Sometimes we have connection issues. Sometimes our internet service 
Sometimes it's because of other inexplicable shit. Oh, yeah. Did it work? I can hear you now. All right, great. Okay, cool. So it didn't restart. Oh. Let me play with these settings really quick. That's interesting. I'm going never... to play with these settings. I should be able to figure this out. One, one moment. Sorry about that. Check one, two. I can hear you. All okay. clear. Cool, cool. All right. So, yeah, I, sorry. I have this application on my computer called Soundflower. And it's basically like it, it, it allows you to reroute the audio internally inside of your computer. Um, so if you're working in. I think it's doing it again. So it looks like, I don't know if your software does this, but it keeps like, it looks like it's muting and unmuting like rapid in rapid succession. It's really interesting. Let's see. Where's the settings, settings. Preferences. Speaker. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> the piss off button? Stop for now. <laughs> I think I think we got it now, right? We roll with it, roll with it. Okay, roll cool. with the punch because okay. you know that it's inevitable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um where were we? Yeah, JJ moving in the house. So yeah, JJ moved in this I, I moved in this house just because I, I couldn't afford anywhere else. Jake is super, super nice and gives me a great deal uh to live here and to just to have affordable rent in Denver is, is a blessing in its own. Um I definitely couldn't afford this otherwise. So it's it's really great to be able to live here. Then JJ moved in and then it's just been like the whole the whole band's in the house. Plus there's three other great musicians that live here. They're all horn players and multi instrumentalists, but it's a really, really cool creative spot. All, there's always something going on. There's always music to be heard through a wall or a window or depending on what side of the house you're on, you're going to hear jazz or like techno or dubstep or whatever. Everybody has eclectic taste and works on all different stuff. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's really special. It's, this is a cool time in my life for sure. I'm sure I'll look back on this later and be like, man, that was, uh, that was important. Wow. So there's six of you in that house? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yo, that is a lot of bro. It's it's a lot of guys, and my now my girlfriend is here uh, because of this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah, uh, so it's it's a lot of people under a roof. A lot of a lot of different feelings, and this beautiful dog. Hey, Rody. Sorry, my pup's just coming out to say hey. Man, that's sick. And you're, I mean, in a way, it's like the the off the road artist lifestyle. The fact that you're able to. The fact that you're able to make what I am presuming is really like making your dream work and you pointed out something I think is so great is the sometimes unspoken truth about pursuing one's dream is the the road that is, you know, this glorified idea of what it can be, but the process isn't exactly that. Like you're having to really take on the reality right like figuring out money and, and you're pouring your heart and soul i can you know i can imagine that inside of just the music alone but now the business side which i'm sure you figured yeah. out along the way is music is also a business like it's it's what you have to do and being able to balance that and and not allow that to block your creativity that's actually a question i have is how do you allow the creativity to flow and manage the stressors of what you inherently need to deal with in reality so like 
for me in this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm a, a little over 20 episodes in at this point and it, I'm soloing it. And I'm just like, Oh man, having people to like bounce ideas off and energy off would be really valuable. And it takes something to, to persevere. Cause it's not just, I hit this record button and it showed up. It's there's post-production. I know there's not nearly as much as what you guys get into with the work that you do, but it takes something. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, like you know, recently I, I took on, like, a lot of musicians. I'm going to start making videos. Uh, it's cutting you out again. That's weird. As soon as you go to talk, it cuts you out, but the whole time you're good to go until you start talking. Oh, can you hear me still? I can hear you now. Okay, crazy. I don't know why that keeps, why it keeps switching my default audio settings. Really weird. Um, but yeah, man, it takes, it takes so much work just, uh, to make a dream come true. Yeah. How do you keep your creativity fresh? So it doesn't get blocked by the things that are happening in your external environment. Um, to be honest, like, to be totally honest, I'm not the best at that. I'm not the best of about like you know absorbing or deflecting really I wish I was better about that like if something is on my mind you know if somebody it, I don't want to discourage anybody from not reaching out to me but if somebody reaches out to me and they you know they they give me a problem I, I like to fix things you know I like to Same. help people solve solve issues and like if something like that's on my mind it's hard for me to focus and practice let alone like write maybe I could channel that and I could write something about how I feel or about maybe how I perceive that they feel. Maybe that would be cool. Sorry, I'm talking this out loud. Should try that. Um, but really, man, like day-to-day -day life does get in the way for me a bit. And it's not really until I, no, I don't know my process. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just got to mull it over until, until I can let it go. Or mm. maybe I just get distracted by the music enough eventually to kind of like let it dissolve. Um, but it is, it's tricky sometimes to like stay creative and fresh. But uh, personally, I've also, I'm not, not very good at uh, being patient in, in the production and creative process. Um, mm. like, I, personally, it's really hard for me to finish a tune by myself. Thankfully, I've got like this great team. Um, and that, like what part of what you were mentioning, doing it solo, man, I couldn't imagine doing something like that. Doing any kind of like one man, one, one person creative business. Um, oh man, what a feat and a challenge. And I'm super stoked for you to be doing that. I'm really lucky to have these other two guys that I can bounce business ideas off of, or yeah. somebody can say something and, or, you know, I could have an idea, but somebody else could kind of reflect it into a different, different thing that makes it so much uh, more powerful. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I guess just having a team and being cooperative and I really like to just improvise. Um, I think those moments are like the most special to me like that's that's why i play music i'd rather not play the same song over and over or learn a cover or work on a, a tune that i you know i have this idea and i want to build it out and make this whole song and fortunately and unfortunately that's not me i really like hitting delete at the end of every day starting again and doing doing the doing the thing i like the process to me it's like the active active part of playing music is, is the best part for me Dude, this is this is actually really great. So here's here's what was happening for me during this, why I think this is so great. You were first of all, you were flat out honest about the fact you're like, honestly, I'm not always the best at managing my shit. I just, you know, I do whatever I do, but like really like the thing that has me keep going is team. And like to me, that's invaluable because 
there, you know, some people really do probably think that they thrive on, you know, working alone. But if there's anything I've learned, this whole idea, you know, lone wolf and, and, you know, self-made man, that's all bullshit. There's not a single, by very nature that your mom popped you out, you're not self, you're not man, you're not self-made. Like someone right. straight up like made you first and foremost, second yeah. and second most, like for you to, to humbly admit that, like it takes team. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm already like, I'm like I said, I'm 22, 23 episodes and I just started editing the first one. I'm already like banging my head against the wall, like figuring out the process of editing because editing is not my thing. I yeah. am just like you in that I just want to be present. Like being a business owner has made me have to become everything that I'm not, which is really interesting. Uh, yep. You see, okay. Yeah, you get it. Really, really hit. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. Yeah. You, you totally get it. For me, I am like if okay gary vaynerchuk i'm a big fan of gary vaynerchuk he's yeah. like an absolute whiz when it comes to what he does in marketing and branding and things of that nature and when i look at him to a certain degree i'm like i identify with you know if i could just be in flow like naturally speaking so like i'm i do speaking i do coaching and things of that nature and ultimately like my mission really is to create an entire movement around people having a, a systemized way for them to find follow and live their truth to get past all their bullshit and to ultimately step into their potential. And I naturally work off of flow. And what I found is that I'm having to be the opposite, which is I have to have structure and I have to have plans and I have to edit. I have to do all these things like, man, if I just had like two or three people around me who could handle the things that I'm not inherently good at by nature, I have a feeling I would just fucking shoot in like into the galaxy of potentials because just like you shake here, like, yes, 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 I get that. I'm like, there's people like us, I believe, and it's all about self-awareness where we can say, honestly... I'm, I'm not good on my own. I get distracted on my own. I, I want to like tinker with my phone or go and, and, you know, look at social media and things like that to distract myself. But the second that I'm in the presence of somebody else, I am focused. I am diligent. I'm, I'm very into whatever it is that I'm doing, unless it's movement. Movement always gets me tuned in. Like I don't need any motivation for exercise and movement. Like I'm just going to go and I'm going to do that. Like I have that, that like just inherent in me. But when it comes to things that I, I relate to as being, I wouldn't necessarily say boring, but not my zone of genius. It's real easy to get off task. So I, I appreciate you bringing up the the team, but also the the humility because I resonate deeply. And it's just another mirror to me saying, man, I got to surround myself with people whom can help to alleviate the, the, the weight that I'm taking on. Cause I'm doing the podcast and the content development for the business. And now I'm building on a separate movement around movement and everything. And it's great. Like I can do it, but how long can I do it by myself? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I feel that. And I mean, of course, then it gets more, you know, it gets more not complicated, but complex when you're working with other people. Like you have to work on like your communication styles, other people's totally. like work styles. It takes a lot, but sorry, you, you brought, you brought up something. You're like, man, I just wish I had these other people. Uh, to help me do all these things, what I've what I've learned or what I'm learning by doing all the, the the music business side, like this this whole other this whole other thing that I'm having to become, that's not the artist that I you know I I, I so like thought I was fully and fully and then I was like <laughs> can't just make art. like that I mean you can one one can I don't want to stop anybody from doing that but if you want to make a living at it it's like you have to you have to be able to shift gears sometimes. Yep. Um, what I'm noticing though is I used to always think that the dream was you're, you're an artist, you're really creative, you're an idea person, and then you build this team of managers and, and uh, booking people and uh, promo people 
but what I'm learning by doing it is that nobody's gonna want to do that until and not not just that until you figure out how to do it for yourself and then even then I think building a team like that it, it's not so much getting help from them but knowing cut you out again cut you out yep one two yeah I hear you all right cool uh, I guess, and I guess what I'm saying is, is building the team once you kind of understand all the work that has to be done and just accept that there's not enough hours in your day to do all that work and then plus the the original project like lost you Check one, two. I hear you now. Crazy, man. Look at the audio guy coming in with all the... <laughs> the, 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 guy with the, the guy with the musician, the audio guy, kid. <laughs> well, I hope that, I really do hope that chills out a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to play with one. No, yeah, see, everything everything looks normal on my end. I don't know why, why Zoom's hopping around. But, um, yeah. I, I keep going back to it, I guess, but yeah. Do you have another question or sorry? I no, you're good. It. So you, you said having the team, because I actually think this is really great. So you're having the team and then figuring out the process. What were you saying after figuring out the process? Cause I'm personally very curious about this. I'm just saying that like, you, it, to me, I'm learning that it's almost like I don't want to hire more or don't want to have more people be a part of the team until we all have a, until just us, the core three members or like one of us has a really good understanding of how it works in and out. And then yeah. you're kind of just like directing the other person and trusting them to do the work well. And then of course they bring in all their skills and like you have to be open and listen to everything that they have to offer. But it's almost like you don't want more people. You don't want to rely on more people, I guess, and have mm -hmm. them be like the machine until you really understand what that mm. part is. Um, and I, I guess I used to always think differently. Yeah, I, I thought that like everybody has their own specialized technique and then you all team up, you make a super group, now you're Captain Planet, you go conquer the world <laughs> or save it or whatever. You know, but you you have to you have to be your own Captain Planet sometimes and you have to learn all these different facets just so then you can be too busy and then you give the job to somebody else, you know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that helps at all, but it, no. it took me a while to be like, dang, maybe we don't want we're an independent band we've tried signing with like bigger managers before. And at this point it's like, I don't think we want to do that until we really, really know what we know. Got you cut out. Oh, I'm sure you're saying brilliant shit, but I can't hear you. All right, here it is. All right, cool. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Man. It's all good. All right. So you were, you said you didn't want to sign a label. Yeah, we don't want to. Well, we might. We might. Oh, and I lost you again. That's really peculiar. It's it. It's like the second that you go to talk, it turns off. So weird. So weird. And you know, you know what? I can also.
I can't hear you. So whatever you're saying would be better. Ah, check one, two. Yep. That's so. I don't know why it keeps jumping all around. That's that's so strange to me. Sorry about that. It's all good. All right, and yeah, and sorry. What what did what did you said last? So I was mentioning the at least right now you guys are saying you don't want to have a manager, right? A label. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to have a label which would basically you know work with like the the the, the music and how it gets published and distributed, and then the management. I mean, I guess they have some to do with that, but that would be like, uh, you know, our six month plans, kind of like over like, um overseeing parts of the project okay got um, it. but really we don't I, I, yeah we don't want to do that until we really understand everything that needs to be done for ourselves and then we can basically have management there to help us instead of us just being another project for this manager who has so much more going on you know like we really have to take it on ourselves to do mm. even if you do get signed to management like you have to know how to run the business for yourself or they're frankly not going to help you out that much or you're not going to be as important. And yeah. Yeah. Got Sorry, it. I got lost. In no, 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 you're good. So I think just deducing from everything you said, so we were pointing at the importance of surrounding yourself with people that really like elevate you to the next level, being able to put yourself in a hub where you're kind of almost like energetically playing ping pong back and forth with one another and knowing that in a way that there should be like a limit where you say, okay, let us, the core group really figure out and master the processes that are necessary for this to work on our own. Because if we don't understand it and we dish it off to somebody else, then now we put ourselves at risk because what if that person has to, life happens and they disappear or they don't follow through on their end and their commitment, or you haven't set the foundation for communication, team building skills and things of that nature. Now it might end up being more of a draw than it was an actual input. So I, I hear what you're saying about the importance of creating a strong foundation that you can stand from. So that way you're not burdening somebody with what you're doing versus just plugging them in and saying, here, here's what we've used to work this, bring your skills. And somewhere in the middle, there's a, there's a genius that can collectively help us focus what we're good at. And then you can do what you're good at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's just part of the growth process. It's like, you have to learn how to do it all yourself before you can get to that point where now you don't have to do that work and you can just focus on your strengths or your, your passion or your drive. But thank you. You put it much more eloquent. Oh, I lost you. And now it's back. Yeah, we are. All right. So, okay. So it's just when I stopped talking, I guess. It's the weirdest thing, man. It is the weirdest thing. When you when when you're not talking, you're just listening is super good to go. But then the second you start talking, it's just like skirt totally playing with you. Jeez. Oh. So weird. All right. Oh, did I lose you again? I think I might have. Okay. Is it working now? Yes. Question. Would it be yeah. easier to do it off your phone? That's what I'm just wondering. And now I'm just going to, I'm kind of, I just popped open my sound preferences and I'm hoping that, uh, 
that will fix it. If not, let me, I'll throw my phone on the, on the charger real quick, or I might just have to relocate somewhere, but whatever works. And here we are getting a backstage view of what it looks like in the day of day in the life of Brennan. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's the, this is where the, this is where the magic happens for sure. And what are those things on the, the ceiling? Is that uh, part of like the sound production? Yeah, it's, it's just to help like treat the room and try to get rid of some of the reflections. It's not uh, the fanciest way to do it. It's definitely not the, the best, um, but it, we have noticed that it helps. And even actually the curtain, which I guess you can't really see now, it's behind me. Uh, once we added that curtain and kind of closed off the room, that definitely helps absorb a lot of the higher frequencies, like the splash of the cymbals or high-pitched guitar notes. Um, and it helps the room sound a lot, lot better. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been really great to kind of finally figure that out over time. Um, and the phone trigger, sorry. Okay, cool. Well, it doesn't seem like we've had any dropouts since. I, so what I did, I just opened my sound preferences, and I just have that window open. Um, so I'm hoping that just having that open will keep it from automatically switching back and forth like it was. Okay. And trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Yeah. Eventually, you get what you need to work to work. Yeah. That would be a weird little hack if if that like fixes like oh I have my sound preferences open that fixes everything. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, just because. I wondered, well, I mean, so from just what I noticed is that it seemed like the computer was just getting confused and then switching audio inputs based on, you know, the mic level, I guess. So I figured if I just keep this in the front of its brain instead of in the back of its mind, maybe it'll, like, if it's paying attention to it, maybe it won't drop the ball. <laughs> okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking about, okay, no, you were mentioning... Uh, Actually, I think I might have lost my trip. Oh, I was summing up everything that you were saying yes. and putting it all together. And then you were saying something, and I didn't, I didn't hear hear it fully. Oh, and that was about it. I was just complimenting on you and on how well you were able to put my rambling together. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, actually, at the the beginning of this call, uh, you, you'd asked me the you know the general go to question, how are you doing? I mentioned like you know like my life's fucking awesome, but it's been like waves of you know ups and downs and like going through bits of like depression, anxiety, like the honest truth, just like really like figuring things out and getting clarity about the direction I'm going in my life. And you're like, oh, if we're being honest, man, like I'm feeling like shit. And you were sharing yeah. about what you guys were doing yesterday, so actually I, I want to hear a little bit more about that. So you guys obviously are uh, you are you a part of the the Twitch movement right now? Well, we're getting it. We're getting into it. Yeah, I'm figuring it out. I just started to like, sorry, plug um, my Instagram handle, Brennan Plays Keys. I just took that, put that on Twitch. So now I'm doing just like all improv sessions on there um, where I'm just kind of forcing myself to like share things that aren't perfect, you know, just kind of get up there and, and jam, do 100% improv, live looping, electronic music. And if something doesn't work, then what? I just change it to something else. I'll just start playing something new. I don't have to stick with it. Um, and then just kind of being more open with that. So Twitch has been cool for me personally. And then the band has also been getting more on board with it, especially now with um, the way that COVID kind of shook up the world and then the music industry, especially. Um, yeah. it, it, I guess now we're really, really down for the Twitch and the live streaming thing. Cause that's the, uh, that's the best way of connecting or being able to perform and still connect with people, even though we can't mm -hmm. do it at a venue. Uh, yeah. Heard Sorry. That. Sorry to the question was. 
Uh, no, actually, I was just at. So I. Oh yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. No, this explains why I'm so spacey. Okay. So, <laughs> so by the way, guys, everything there's going to be preface. Everything's going to make sense right now. Everything you've been waiting for, making everything make sense of this entire conversation. Here we go. Okay. The reason I'm so brain dead is because yesterday was Tuesday and Cinco de Mayo. On Tuesdays, Evan off our band does a weekly live stream where we we hop on and perform for about you know 45 minutes to an hour depending on like how people are, you know, if they're, if they're engaging and they're, they're telling us to play certain tunes that we, you know, really want to play or they want us to jam, then we want to, we want to do that. So sometimes it gets longer. Point being yesterday, we did a special one outside on the front porch. Um, so we did like a more like acoustic type Evan offset. Um, and then JJ had the great idea of uh, asking, allowing people to buy us drinks if they want. So basically they would donate uh, $8 to our, our Venmo and buy all of us in the band a shot um and people were very very generous and i said thanks a lot begrudgingly because i was like oh my gosh i'm getting so sloppy and it turns out yeah people donated a lot and i feel like crap today just because uh way too much tequila i was oh man i was so drunk like but it was just like the term wasted you know and not to get on to anybody like but like Oh, I wasted so much time last night. Like, there's hours of the night that I don't have that that, and I was, I'm sure, terrible. I'm sure. Oh man, yeah. I'm think. I think I was rude a little bit to someone, which is very. It was pretty out of character for me. Um, it was just a whole. Ugh, so it was. It was a whole mess. And now I'm just. I'm feeling all those things and thinking about like, God, what did I say last night? How did I say it? Did I mean it? <laughs> like whatever you know. And I didn't mean it. I swear. Yeah, man, I just got, yeah, I got, uh, I got, I got affected by my choices is what happened. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was a mess. And now I'm just, I'm brain dead for, for today, but that's okay. I'm going to get through it and drink a lot of water and be better tomorrow. I hear that. I hear that. So if you had to guess though, because I'm curious, like people were, people were donating, but if you had to guess how many shots did, did you end up having to, cause I'm guessing every time they donated, you guys took a shot, which hell right. if, if that was 10 people, just 10 people is a lot of shots. I mean, and that's the shitty part is like, I, what I remember is <laughs> it's about like five or six, you know, um, and we had enjoyed a margarita like right before we started. So I was already like, you know, a little like a little loose. But yeah, I think there was like seven, eight, maybe there was 10. I know there was a couple rounds where like we took two because there was two people that donated. Oh no. I don't know. It was just, yeah. It was, that was never a good idea. It was, the, no, it, you guys yeah. all got really messed up. It wasn't just you, right? Oh no. Yeah. It was all of us. Yeah. It was, yeah. All three of us were just, yeah, we were, yeah, we were laughing about it today. We were all waking up, you know, or, you know, I think I woke up just out of like the hangover at nine thirty, like ready to go but everybody else is crawling out of bed like 11 like still really crusty eyed and like crusty oh, no. like yeah it's it, it, it the house is is, is funny today but ah oh, yeah choices but it was it, it was a good time and i do like the music part of it i like that we were outside and kind of pushed ourselves to get away from the computers and me all my tools and like the max for live stuff that i make like not having those tools to rely on changes the way that i play with music a lot really so it, it was cool yeah that's sick. Ah, so yeah it's good to be outside how is uh how has covid specifically impacted the direction of your guys's business oh that's interesting i'm hearing myself weird 
Yeah, I'm wa- this is so funny. I'm watching my, like, stuff, and, yeah, it all seems to be working. That's weird. Okay, sorry. Sorry, what did you just said? Yeah, so what I was saying was, how has COVID impacted the direction that you guys are going? So, like, oh, we were going on tour, but then we decided to, to go all in on Twitch, or how are you guys managing what you're creating in response to COVID? Um, well, I mean, it was just that. Like, we had this whole, like, you know, three, four week East Coast, Midwest, East Coast tour set up. Maybe it was five weeks, but I mean, it was like, a, it was a whole, a whole lot of shows. Um, it was actually going to be our first run that was maybe going to be profitable. I might have had some money coming home at the end of it instead of like, shit, being, you know, just breaking even and getting back and getting on the grind and doing the Uber thing or lessons or whatever, you know, other freelance type stuff that you can do. Um, so, yeah, we had finally put together this whole tour that was going to work. You know, we were going to make some money. We've been promoting it well. We had a bunch of people excited. Um, and then that just all came to a halt. We were we were about to actually about to play like our, our biggest headlining show to date here in Denver at the Cervantes Masterpiece Ballroom. It's like mm-hmm. a 1,200-person room. So we were really, really excited to be able to play, you know, in a, in a room that can hold that many people um, and then hopefully have like a really big party and like a, a week before, literally a week before everything started shutting down and we realized that we weren't we weren't going to have the show um so it, it was hard not to have the hometown show and then not to have the tour after that but what we realized is that we needed to get on the the live streaming thing that that was like the best next way that we could play for people and still be able to keep ourselves sane you know keep this thing going not just like you can't i mean and and luckily we we've like made the investments for like some of the the hardware that we have so we're able to do the live streaming thing and I'm really thankful that that wasn't like an upfront cost. I'm sure a lot of bands had to like throw down a lot of money really quickly in order to get the live stream thing up and going and thankfully we didn't have to. But we decided just to go all in on that. We're also doing like um a book club every week. Um so every Tuesday we'll get together and we're reading this it's it's a wonderful book. It's uh, how to how to succeed in the music business or something, you know, along the lines of that. Ari Herstand is the, um, is the author, really great guy, or, you know, based on his writing and what he's willing to share and his podcast and everything, he gives a lot of great information and connects anybody with a cell phone to some of the top industry professionals and you can get their perspective. So it's like, it's, it's, it's really important for us right now. So we're kind of just like honing our, our craft, as a business, you know, working on like the art of that and talking about that every week and kind of making steps. And we have like solid, you know, meetings where we come up with a bunch of ideas. We make an action plan. The next couple of days, we're all chunk, like clicking away at these different lists for all kinds of stuff, man. There's, <laughs> yeah, the, the music business side of it, it can keep you really busy for sure. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I guess so just kind of like being sharp with our management stuff, being able to self-manage ourselves um, and just writing new music, you know, looking forward to that, collaborating more with the people that we live with, which has been really great um, because we didn't get the chance to do that as much when we were just home for, you know, you're home for six weeks and you got to prep before this next big show. It's like, you kind of just get stuck working on your own music and, and like, you know, life relationships with people and eating food and like all the other stuff that you have to do. so it's it's been great to have things kind of not not slow down because they're definitely not slowing down, but just kind of change their rotation. I don't know how to I don't really know how to put it. You know, it's like things aren't really they haven't stopped or changed. They just kind of they're working on a different curve. Or they something. shifted for sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been cool to be, just be a part of that and uh, have all these other bands kind of doing it too. And we're all talking, you know, we're on the, you know, we're on the phone helping each other set up live stream stuff and troubleshoot. And it, it's cool to kind of get closer with some of the Denver bands, even though we're literally not hanging out or seeing each other at shows or going to each other's shows. I'm, I'm talking to other people that work in the industry way more now than before because we're, wow. all, you know, we're all freaking out and trying to figure out what's the next move and what's going to happen next. Are we doing drive-in um, concerts? Are we doing virtual massive festivals with like VR? Or like what, what's this industry going to turn into? I wondered about that one, virtual VR uh, concerts. I wondered about that. Yeah, man. I don't know a lot about it. I know, I, I guess like there's a game, Fortnite, super popular, and people are doing big EDM concerts on there. I also heard that somebody made, uh, there's another, I, I don't know if it's a game or a program called Roblox, I think. Somebody designed, he basically made Red Rocks. So now that there's a virtual Red Rocks and they're going to try to start hosting shows there. Of course, um, so brilliant. So I, think, I think creative people are going to get creative. You know, I think now's the time when you get pushed into a corner or you have some kind of like limitations or parameters to work in i think that's when creative people really start coming up with new stuff yeah i think i think it'll be a good thing for the art community even though it's kind of even though it's really tough right now it's on bands and venue owners bar owners yeah i mean everybody you know it's yeah a lot a lot of different things i know it's tough for a lot of people so i try not to get too focused in on oh it's so tough for the music industry or for the artists right now because it's like yeah, it's tough for everybody but it, it's funny being a part of a part of a community that's that's so close-knit and so unsure hmm. i guess yeah i was talking to someone today and he said something i thought was really great he said that uh art is the product of chaos and how in a way prior to covid we have our ideas of how we think life works you're like this is what i'm doing but then all of a sudden all it takes is something in the unseen to have every single person who's following their Google maps, have it go rerouting, 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 rerouting like a hundred fucking times. Cause where you thought you were going is not where you're going anymore. And it, it yeah. completely throws you around and the people who are creative, the ones who are committed to figuring it out, figure it out. And the ones who really aren't committed, well, then, you know, they, they don't do what it takes. And in a way, it's like weeding out. It's, it's interesting. It probably is a process of weeding out the ones who are who are really wanting to share something because there's people like you guys is like, you know, I can get that there's a real heart-centeredness about what you're creating. And now it's, all right, it's time to go to Twitch. Or, all right, now it's time to look at VR. It's time to, to see what's available and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys see is, is next for you? Um, I mean, that's, that's the thing I used to, I used to be blown away, you know, just the ideas of the future and be like, Oh, I can't imagine what it'd be like 20 years from now. Frankly, I can't imagine what it'd be like four years from now. <laughs> you know, um, it's, 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 I lost you. Check one, two. Sorry. I hate that this might make it a nightmare to edit. I really do. Um, <laughs> it's all good. We'll figure it out. It'll definitely be my biggest challenge yet. Oh no. Oh gosh. Um, well, um, so what I've seen is that we're going to keep grinding, uh, keep writing new music, trying to hone the, the management side so that when, when we do come back, 
you know, when, we, when we're able to get back to all these different cities that we've been able to make friends and have relationships in, that maybe there's more people that know about us, more people will come to the shows, mm. uh, more people that understand like our general mission and vibe, which is just, a, I don't know, connect people or to give people, right, that feeling that I was talking about, being able to, to detune or uh, not detune, but to tune out from the rest of their day, just be in that moment at a concert, a part of a community that's all there getting that same kind of like cathartic experience of feeling music, feeling the energy, not thinking about, you know, not to say that it's meditation, but in a weird way, it's like, if you're not thinking about all these other things and you're focused on one thing, you can still get some of the same benefits out of it, I guess. Um, granted, as long as you're not, you know, like overdoing it on the drinking and the drugs and making yourself feel terrible the next day, yeah, um, you know, <laughs> then, then it's all good. Um, yeah. Heard yeah. That. So I, yeah, we just gotta gotta keep pushing, man. And and like you said, I think it is gonna. I don't know. Maybe not weed out, but I, I wonder how many people are still gonna. How many venues are gonna be left at the end of this? How many booking agents? Like how many oh, people? Wow. Who, when it's already so hard, and I feel like as an artist or a musician, like there's already a big element of, or at least for me, of of self doubt and of like, you know, even at. Uh, when you're halfway to success you're still not making like anything you know it really takes so much work so I can imagine people who are struggling financially or like emotionally with that that uncertainty of like financial stability um if like you can't just be all right with that I could see a lot of people being like you know what I'm gonna change directions I'm gonna do something more more stable more solid and then I think other people are just crazy enough that they they you know you don't, you don't want to give up. You keep pushing and you say, Hey, maybe this will be, this, maybe this will benefit us somehow, not like benefit us somehow, but maybe there's a way that we can take the most of the advantages that this situation brings. Yeah. Hmm. Make the most of it. Yeah. yeah. And I appreciate that. Cause you're pointing at it just sometimes it takes being crazy enough because there's going to probably be a, a larger percentage of people who won't make it out of this in the same form that they were before, which who knows, maybe naturally for some, it, it ends up, you know, deteriorating something that was never meant to be. So that way they can actually, you know, alchemize what that was and create it into something newly. Cause I think that, you know, as a, from what I'm hearing is there's a potentiality for one of the, you know, largest recessions we've ever experienced. And it's set to also produce, you know, one of the largest number of millionaires as well. So it's just like, it, it gives, it gives space for other things, right. And any, any process of passing, any, any transmutation, when something dies or passes or the end of a book or the end of a chapter, right. That, that page flips. Now there's a new space for creation and, if you're willing to be crazy enough to either restart or continue going, those are going to be the ones who, who make Woo. something that inspires them. Woo. Sorry, there's a bee that uh, I must smell good today. or look like a flower. Oh my goodness. He's all up on me. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> Scoot around real quick. Um, oh yeah. Sorry that, 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 oh man, I'm awake now. Hot dog. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think it'll, I think it'll be, it, it, it'll be hard, right? It's as hard as you make it, I guess, or it's as hard as you let it be. And, uh, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta push through. If you, if you, if you are crazy enough to, to really want to try to do this artistic 
lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah, you got to be okay with not not having a lot of things, and some of those things aren't like just the tangible. I think it's just like the stability. You got to be okay with like, you know, it it might work, it might not, but I'm gonna go go all in, and until I go all in and prove to myself that I can try as hard as I can and still fail, then I won't quit. Hmm. You know, as long as like as long as I know that I could have tried harder or that there's something more I could do or like a, a better way to do it, then I can't really give up on it or else I'm always going to know that I'm always going to know I could have tried harder or been better mm-hmm. or, you know, worked a little, worked a little bit longer at it. So I got, I got to just got to do it for myself too. Hmm. I hear your commitment, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and it wasn't a choice, or maybe maybe it is a choice. It doesn't feel like a choice sometimes. Sometimes you just, I don't know, you feel like you gotta do it because what else, what else is gonna make me uh, feel this way, or how else can I make that many other people feel that way? Hmm. You know, it's like that. Those moments are just so important to me. Yeah. Hmm. If people are wanting to get connected with you and hear really hear your music and hear what you guys are up to. What's yeah. a, what's a good way for people to connect? Um, we're, we're on uh, Facebook. Of course, if you just look up Evanoff music, um, you'll probably see Evanoff and then you'll see JJ Evanoff right below that. Um, and then we're on Instagram at Evanoff underscore music. That's right. Uh, we're on Twitch. I think is Evanoff underscore music. And then we're all over Spotify, Apple music, um, I don't know if we're on title. That's the only one I'm not quite sure about. But anywhere you listen to music, YouTube, you'll you'll find the stuff. Just type in Evanoff. Um, check out Golden Hour, the, the tune that you mentioned, or um, our new song, Allium. Uh, it's been really, really fun. It's like funky. Um, but then we have this like gnarly dubstep part at the end. Um, so that's been a great track to be able to share with people. Um, but yeah, loads of new stuff is coming out of this this quarantine for sure. So sick brother awesome and for anybody listening if you could leave somebody with one thing one thing that they can take and apply into their lives to who knows maybe it's to pursue that thing they've always wanted to or to keep going when they when the going gets tough what is one thing that somebody can do to to keep keep going or to maybe even pick up something new keep going why do you, okay so i guess ask yourself why you got into it in the first place maybe i think reflecting back to that moment and being even even when when things are hard and it, it doesn't make sense or seems like it won't make sense um just kind of reflect back to like that that first moment where you said hey this is what i'm going to do with my life and why did that mean so much to you then and can you do that for other people um uh, yeah i mean i think it's take yourself out of it you know like think about what you could do for others through the hard work that you're putting in on yourself. Mm. And I think that's what keeps, keeps me driven. I think that's what keeps a lot of people driven. You know, you think about once you have other people to worry about, you know, or that once you care about other people, then like stuff that's hard on you isn't that hard because the other people are more important. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if that's the best thing to say, but no, but I, I got just, it, man. Having yeah. having something larger than yourself to care about, knowing your why, knowing what compelled you in the first place to go down that journey and having people and things around you you care enough about to to make those sacrifices. I get it. I really yeah. get it. I think that's what it's about, man. Hell yeah. 
I appreciate you being here, man. Technical difficulties and all, it was all part of the process. Yeah, man. And uh, let me know. Hit me up if you need some premiere tips. Oh, I'm speaking of technical difficulties. You cut out right there. Imagine that. <laughs> Dude, it was like, oh, I'm about to sabotage this. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna sabotage your ending. You get nothing. If you have any, I'm I'm learning too. So if you if you have any questions or if you're working in Premiere, let me know. I can try to try to help. But hell yeah, brother, I appreciate you. And uh, for anyone who's listening, thank you for, for going on this journey with us and, and riding the waves, ups and the downs, and whatever it took for you to get here. Appreciate you. And as always, continue to find, follow, and live your truth. And as always, follow the wolf within you. How? Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for listening in. If you got value out of this message, we would love it if you subscribed and shared it with your tribe so we can continue to share this message and this medicine with people all over the world. Much love and peace be with you.